Hi guys, welcome back to bringing you and the topic is what is the grace of God part 2. I posted what is the grace of God part 1 on the 22nd of November so head over there, check that one out first and then come back and dive into this one. I also made an, an announcement in the last video that bringing you will be starting a Bible book club. So if you are interested in reading books in the Bible, coming together, sharing your realisations, your encounters, what you've learned, what God has revealed to you with other people, then this is definitely for you. And you can sign up via the link in the bio. Um, the deadline is the 15th of December. And if you have a few questions about it, you can check out the frequently asked questions section on the form. Um, and if you still have questions after that, feel free to send a direct message. So yeah, the topic is what is the grace of God part two. So in this one, I'm basically looking at what life would be like um, without Jesus and what life is like with Jesus, which is what we have now. So to fully understand God's grace, we need to consider who we are without Jesus Christ. So the first point I'm looking at is that we were all born as people that displease God. So to help you understand this, I'm reading Psalm 51 verse 5 and it says, For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. So sinners are people that displease God. They do things that displease him, like lying and stealing, amongst many other things. Um, but what it's saying is that we didn't become sinners. We didn't first become sinners when we lied or when we sinned. We became sinners from the moment that we were conceived. So from the moment that we were born, we were already sinners. So we our expected end, so where we were heading to at the end of it all, like after death, was to eternal torment, which is hell. But because we have Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ has bridged that gap for us. So when Jesus Christ came into the world and he died, he gave us um, a lifetime where our sins would always be forgiven. So that was the mercy of Jesus Christ coming into this world. When he rose again, so when he you know, came alive again after he died, he basically gave us that grace whereby when we die, we get to spend eternity um, in heaven with God. But prior to even that, we get to build and have a relationship with God. And that is what having Jesus Christ has done for us. The next point is that we are all people who do things that displease God. So there isn't one person that doesn't do something that displeases God. And like I said, we're all sinners. We're all born sinners. So we actually need Jesus Christ. Without Jesus Christ, we were never going to make it to heaven. So to help you understand this, I'm reading Romans chapter 3 verses 10 to 20. And I've, one of the reasons I'm reading all the verses here is because I think it's really important to understanding what life would have been like without Jesus Christ. And it says, no one is righteous, not even one. No one is truly wise. Not, no one is seeking God. All have turned away from him. All have become useless. No one does good, not a single one. Their talk is foul like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with lies. Snake venom drips from their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. They rush to commit murder. Destruction and misery always follow them. They don't know where to find peace. They have no fear of God at all. And then verse 19 and 20 says, Obviously the law applies to those whom it was given for its purpose is to keep people from having excuses and to show that the entire world is guilty before God. 
For no one can ever be made right from God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. So this is just explaining that not one person is righteous. Okay, people that displease God are not righteous. But because we have Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ makes us righteous with God and he allows us to have a relationship with God because he came into the world, died for our sins, rose again, allowed us to have a relationship with him so that we can spend eternity in heaven with God. The next point is that we were enemies of God. So anyone that is not righteous is an enemy of God, but Jesus Christ makes us righteous. So what does it mean? Anyone that sins, anyone that doesn't live a holy life, anyone that lives a sinful life, anyone that lives a life that displeases God, and everything I just said is just exactly the same, but just saying it in different ways, is not a righteous person. But to be made righteous, like I read in the last 19 and 20 verse, we can't be made righteous by just following the commands and laws. You know, don't lie, don't steal. No, we need Jesus Christ. And it doesn't mean to say that just because we can't be made right with the law and these commands doesn't mean that you can accept Jesus Christ and then still be living a life that displeases God. No, that's not how it works. When you actually accept Jesus Christ and you receive the Holy Spirit, which is the person that Jesus Christ left us before he went to heaven, okay, so that he can, the Holy Spirit will guide us in everything we do, okay, it allows us to live a holy life and it even you know, the Holy Spirit helps us to do more than we even see in the commandments from my personal experience. Okay, so it does, when you accept Jesus Christ as a son of God and you accept that God is God and you start to live a holy life and you've, you've received the Holy Spirit, you just start to do things that God wants you to do and you start to live a life that pleases God. Um, so Romans 3.10, which I already read before, it says that no one is righteous, not even one. So without Jesus Christ, we could never have been made righteous. We could never have been made righteous by just following the laws, just following the commands. And without Jesus Christ, we were deser deserving of death. So it means that our expected end, and what you'll find in this, in throughout this entire um, video, is that the end part of it all is that without Jesus Christ, we were never going to spend eternity with God. Um, but because Jesus Christ came into the world, we now have the opportunity to spend eternity with God. Again, the next point is that we were unrighteous. Again, just back to Romans chapter 3 verse 10 is that no one is righteous. So the only way we could have been made righteous is through Jesus Christ coming into the world. And we were without means of justifying ourselves. Okay, so what does this mean? It means that we could never have made it to heaven by just following the law so i'm going to read again romans 3 20 and it says for no one can ever be made right with god by doing what the law commands the law simply shows us how sinful we are so the law is just there to say this is right this is wrong that's what it does it just brings to light that you are doing something right and you are doing something wrong whereas jesus is that bridge to us making it to heaven and living a life you know full of peace full of joy full of happiness with god whereas if we didn't have jesus christ we would live a life of torment in hell and i know some of you probably have um, a question as to oh what about the people that didn't have jesus you know the people pre-jesus or well, those people will be judged according to you know their time how god god is the same today yesterday tomorrow but in their time they'll be judged according to their time as to how they lived according to their time 
So if we look at the, you know, Old Testament as well, we have the opportunity to be able to have a relationship with God through the Holy Spirit, you know, through the death of Jesus Christ. Whereas in the Old Testament, they didn't really have that opportunity. Um, they had to have people like Moses, Elijah, you know, mediate for them between them and God. But here today, when you accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God, when you accept that God is God, you receive that free gift of salvation, which is basically um, being able to build a relationship with God, get to know him one-to-one -one for yourself, okay? And you receive that gift of the Holy Spirit, like I said, which is you being guided by Jesus himself. And the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. He guides us. He counsels us. He advises us. He leads us in the way that we should go. And he teaches us everything. You know, he teaches you everything that you need to know. So thank you for tuning in. Um, like I said, if you are interested in the Bible Book Club, you've got till the 15th of December to sign up. Um, and I'll see you in the next one.